this flyover clip. Let's let's go into the five um, things that people can do to kind of be aware. What are we looking for in this time, and how do we protect ourselves during this fallout? So let's go into that. Uh, we've actually thank you to Avery the Graphics for typing this up for us, but um, I think it is important to to be aware of that. So let's cover the first one. Think much bigger. Talk about that. What does that mean, Wanda? Well, you alluded to it at the very beginning. Recognizing the storyline that has been perpetuated for decades. This has been going on a lot longer than what we realize. And Mm -hmm. if we're going to apply this to the church, of course, this can apply to any area of our culture, even the government, the political stuff. You got to think bigger. If you're going to really discern what's happening and why, where are we headed? Look at this infiltration from the enemy, the deep state, the Illuminati, whoever, They've been at this for a long time. And so just that reality right there will help people to kind of realize, oh, okay, I haven't been thinking like this. I've only been looking at this little slice, you yes. know, maybe 2020 election and that's it. But you got to pull back and see the big picture. And then that's when you're going to get a wide angle lens and, and things will make, make more sense. So that's what that means by think bigger. I love it. Number two, recognize doctrines of men and doctrines of devils. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, that's especially for the church. This is if, if you think about uh, and I'll use a big farmer for an for an example, uh, as more and more information comes out, even about the, the vaccines and the different medicines that we have been prescribed and why and even, uh, you know, the history of the whole medical establishment. There has been a narrative. There has been doctrines, even in, in big pharma of what's healthy, what's not. Um, and it's all served the enemy's agenda because the enemy is, is leading us into a pit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing, even in the church is that there has been an infiltration, uh, wolves and sheep's clothing who have been planting mindsets. And when I say doctrines of men, that means it just things you might Put a scripture here or there, but it's your own human reasoning. And the interpretation is actually drawing us away from God's intention. It's drawing us away from his plan. So that's a doctrine of man. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of those. And this is why we have to have that solid biblical foundation in order to distinguish. Wait a minute. Is this really dogma, the unchanging truth of God's word that doesn't change? Or is this just someone's idea? of of what they think that we're supposed to be doing because some of these exposures from some of these major platform ministers and even ministries, we're going to find that they have been promoting a mindset and a doctrine that's actually been serving the enemy's agenda. And it's going to be shocking to some, but this is what we have to get prepared for. Again, that's why you have to know what the word of God says so you can separate them out. I think it's important. Can you also touch on real fast, Wanda, about, um, the rapture, what does that look like right now? And are people, should people be hiding behind their water heaters, just waiting for the Lord to come and save them from this? Or what's, what's your thought on that? Well, the way you put that kind of answers the question. We have strong feelings on it. Going yeah, on but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's one of those doctrines that I've never made a, a, a huge issue because it hasn't really impacted things. But unfortunately, right now, it has served for a segment of the body of Christ. It has actually immobilized us because there are some, not all, 
who ha- who really believe in the rapture doctrine, the way that it's been propagated for the last 20, 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. that the rapture is just around the corner because things are getting so bad. And what that does to some people is it just, it makes them throw up their hands and say, Jesus, get me out of here. Yep. So they're not thinking about engaging, you know, and voting and, and, you know, getting involved in their community. They're just saying, Jesus, come soon. Now, not everyone who believes in the rapture, you know, is like that. But yet that's one of those doctrines that has has drawn some away. And, and we realize there's a lot of different interpretations like that. And whenever I talk about it, I tell people, listen, we're not all going to agree for me personally regardless of what you think about the rapture, it's not now. <laughs> Bottom line, now is not the time. Now is the time the Lord is preparing us. It's time to go in. We're not going to let the devil take over, not on our watch. Right. He's been preparing us Come on. to move in and to displace these en- this enemy occupation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think you referenced uh, before we got on air the Victorious Eschatology book that yes. I often recommend. You can find it on my website, Everyone that reads that, I mean, I, all I've heard is good things. It will give you hope. If anyone out there is worried, like, you know, what what am I supposed to do? It's getting worse and worse. God has a victorious plan. And, and that's one book that uh, will encourage you. I'll just say that. That's so, exactly yeah, right. That's so good. It's Harold right there Eberle at WandaAlger.me. And Martin Trench, Victorious mm-hmm. Eschatology. I just like the fact fires me up to try the, uh, the gay because it's got victorious in it. Yep. You know, whether you're, you're, uh, you're, you own <laughs> companies, true. you have people that work for you or you've, you've ever, you know, you had a job and, and, and there's this, there's this vibe. If the boss was gone and he's coming back, it's like, Hey, look busy. You know, <laughs> Hey, Hey, the boss is here. Kind of look busy. Start wiping something, you know, <laughs> better, something. better get, get, get moving. And I, I think that's kind of our calling a little bit for sure. It's like, well, you know, kind of what, what you know, Regardless of what you believe on rapture and Jesus's return and all that whole, let's just put it there. Whenever it happens, you should be busy yes. you know, d- doing doing something, and you should be victorious and and yeah. uh, and, and and taking taking ground. You know, and nobody the general doesn't want to return and find all the all the troops like hiding under their bed. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no question that we've got some bumpy things ahead. Okay, there's mm-hmm. still some mud to walk through, but it is all unto. Something amazing, because I've been saying it, and I'm not the only one. Holy Spirit is about to be poured out on all flesh. Amen. It is is the time for the ecclesia, the believers in Christ, to really rise up and and show this is what God is really like. Mm -hmm. This is what heaven is like on earth. That's His desire. We've been praying for that for years. So that's what He's preparing us for. Yeah, we got to walk through some waters, walk through some fires to get there. But that's where we're headed. Mm. So, yes. And it's exciting. That's, a, that's worth the show right there. We're about, we need like a, a applause or DJ Airhorn or something. That's like <laughs> the win. <laughs> that was worth the show. If you guys caught nothing else, it, it's that. An outpouring of the Holy Spirit yes. that will draw people mm-hmm. into a connection with God, not, not placing good people on the throne yeah. as your version of God. Those people have fallen and maybe hurt you. Well, they weren't well, they're God. Human. They were human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to be drawn in by the Holy Spirit to know God, to know His nature, yep. to know His goodness. That's man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I just released a word That's last night. About. Holy Spirit just came. It's the upside down kingdom. That's what He calls. I mean, it's you know when it says the first shall be last, the last shall be first. Everything that the enemy is trying to do. See, it's the opposite of what God's going to do. So everything that you see that's negative right now, it's going to be flipped on its head. 
Woo. God is, is a redeeming and transforming God. We are going to go through a major transformation. Our future is not going to look anything like what our present is. It's, it's going to blow everyone away. That's good. There's a lot of negative that can be flipped. And it's also possible for believers, for the, the even right in this moment, the world can be going crazy, but your world does not have to. That's right. You can still have a joy and a confidence. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and man, things can be going bad, but it, that doesn't have to be in you. The storm can be there, but not necessarily inside you as we walk through this. And that's, that's, if you're upside if you're selling, you know, or whatever, that's that's the benefit mm-hmm. of of having the Holy Spirit in your life. So true. Amen. All right, Amen. number three, defining counterfeit signs and wonders. Well, this gets into just understanding what does Scripture say about false signs and wonders? Because scripturally, if we're supposed to be watching for false teachers, false prophets, mm-hmm. you know, what about these signs? What about gifts of healing and, and prophecies and words of knowledge? <clears throat> and so we go through, so I go through some of those scriptures, um, basically that shows uh, God will use counterfeit leaders to work with real signs and wonders. See, the devil mm-hmm. can't heal anybody. Right. The enemy, the enemy can't do anything good. Nothing good is in him. Mm. And he can only operate that way because God allows it. And believe it or not, if you do a scripture search, God allows these things to happen for his purposes. Okay. And I list some, some scripture references, uh, you know, in the presentation there that, that will show you what God does behind the scenes. So, mm-hmm. um, but we have to discern really the false teachers, the false prophets, which Bottom line, what makes a false prophet is not a wrong prophecy. It's the state of their heart. Mm. That's what makes anyone false, because they can operate in a true gift of God. But because they are greedy, they're immoral, they're corrupt, it's their heart. That's what makes them false. It's their whole motive for why they teach, why they preach or prophesy. So that's where that discernment comes in. That's where that when you know God's heart in the purity of His Spirit then you compare them and you realize, wait a minute, that's not God's heart. That's not God's spirit. No, that's that's a counterfeit. That's not mm-hmm. the real thing. So that's the challenge there. And we're actually even seeing it in our day. We're, we're seeing like Obama refer to Yuval Noah Harari as his prophet, you know, and you're seeing that. And then you hear the things that Yuval <sighs> Noah Harari is saying. It's like, wow, okay, that's what that looks like to be considered a false prophet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's examples <clears throat> like of, of Balaam in the Old Testament, and then the slave girl that followed the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, both of those, uh, well, the, the girl was actually a psychic. Balaam was a false prophet. They spoke true words. They actually heard true words from the Lord, but their hearts were corrupted. Mm. And so that that's what we haven't really learned in the church yet. We've, we've been so mesmerized, <clears throat> excuse me, by that gift or that prophecy, we haven't dug deeper. So that's a challenge. Man, that's and so I, important. It's, it's it's a term that's thrown around. I didn't realize until we, you know, got into media and been you know doing the show how how loosely people throw around this term false prophet. It almost kind of it's it's almost slang for somebody you don't like. Yeah, you know, kind of like it, racist. It, it's like like racist. Yeah, a racist racist is like a leftist or... term for somebody you disagree with. Yeah. Um well, I think the bigger question is people still have this false idea <clears throat> that if you get one prophecy wrong, you're a false prophet. Uh, but see, the Old Testament prophets, they were totally different because they 
the Holy Spirit had not been poured out on all flesh. Mm -hmm. So people had no ability. They didn't have the spirit within them to discern, is that God or not? So a prophet had to be 100% accurate because they represented God. Well, on this side of the cross, a resurrection and the Pentecost, everyone has Holy Spirit inside of us that we can discern that. So that's the difference that we we still haven't caught up with. Um, yeah. You know, and so we, yeah, we yeah. do use that or, label wrongly. Or even if we don't like like the, like the timing. There's Old Testament prophets that didn't live to see some of their prophecies fulfilled. You know, they're calling out Jezebel's going to fall and didn't personally see it and were criticized for that, but it didn't mean that their prophecy was wrong or that it didn't take place. So I just... I just, I don't know. I just always try to caution people, be very, mm-hmm. very slow to criticize and just turn inward and like, God, what do you have in my heart mm-hmm. that you can take of, you know, and take, take the gold that you can, but let, 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 let God call out the frost, false prophets as much as possible. You know, um, really we, we use the, we, we just use that very loosely, I mm-hmm. think. And, and, you know, without the caution, we should. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very good. All right. Number four. Know what God will use, know that God will use even the counterfeits to bring in the lost. So you and David kind of touched on that earlier, but can you expand on that a little bit? Well, it's just a reminder that, um, yeah, some of these, especially from some of the information that I have received, and I know it was only because the Lord allowed me to receive it to prepare people, um, there will be some that uh, you know, have had large platforms and brought many to salvation, but they will be shown to be compromised, uh, and some even wolves in sheep's clothing. And yet, God used them. I mean, this is the thing. This is this is how big God is, and how much He's determined. The enemy is underneath His thumb. He will use everything the devil uses for good. And so, even in some of these people that are going to be found out, God in his mercy and his great love, still used them to bring people to salvation, still used, you know, these people to, to bring others into it. Even the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're going to see this. Uh, so when these come out, if anyone has been, uh, you know, saved or baptized in the Holy Spirit or grown through any of these individuals, the caution is, please don't throw that away. That was a gift from the Lord. That was his mercy, his grace, and his love. Yeah, we have to reject that vessel, and that vessel needs to be held to account. But that's that's where we just have to be mindful as we walk through this, you know, that when the Lord touches you in that way, and you know it's the Holy Spirit, just receive it and, and keep it. Don't let the enemy rob you of that blessing. Oh, that is so good. Because God is creative. He can use anything and everything. He's so far above and beyond what we could ever imagine or ever even comprehend. Yes. Um, and how good he is. Absolutely good. And then the final one is recognize the differences between a broken and compromised vessel and a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about, you know, the the broken people. And these are leaders that started out with a God-given call a true gift. They started out well, but for some reason they fell. Okay. And we've seen that in the body of Christ. Unfortunately, we have a history of fallen leaders who started out well, had a legitimate call and anointing, but because of the pressures of ministry, their own personal life out of, uh, you know, in disarray, whatever they fell. Well, that's different than someone who is purposely in perhaps ministry, and they don't have a God-given call. They they were put there 
to infiltrate. They were put there to deceive, to fleece the flock, whatever. Uh, just as we're finding, you know, in the government and in these other areas, you know, it's coming out. We, ha- the enemy has infiltrated all of these areas with wolves. In other words, they're people that have a persona. They may look a certain way, but you know, they're working for the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Same thing is going to be seen in the church. Uh, and that's going to be new for us, you know, in the church yeah. as a whole. We haven't seen it to the degree that we are. And that's going to be the shock that, that we're going to have to prepare for. That Because some of these have been in this position for years. Uh, and they've been so sewn in, you know, to the fabric of the church. But my prayer has always been, and this is how I encourage people to pray, when the Holy Spirit comes and reveals himself, it is going to be such a marked difference. Mm. It's going to separate immediately. It's going to become self-evident because I do believe that some of these exposures, it's going to be by God himself. It's, it's because it's so big. And, and some of them, to be honest, it might not even happen for a year or two because we got to take out the giants little by little. Sure. <laughs> you know, the Lord knows what we can handle. So I'm, I'm kind of praying that the low hanging fruit, you know, those that are, are going to be you know, a little bit easier that, that the Lord will kind of put those first so that we can get used to this cleanup job, you know, and know how to respond rightly. Cause, cause we've got to deal with this right. And, and especially in social media, you know, I tell the, the people on my platforms, we all have a responsibility in this, just like we've seen the Patriot community and the keyboard warriors. Let's be yeah. set apart as believers in Christ mm-hmm. and how we talk about it, how we respond. Don't just assume everything you hear. Check it out. Validate yeah. your information. Don't spread gossip. You know, all these things. This is this has been my prayer. My concern is that we we do this in a redemptive way. Do it God's way. Um, because it, it's gonna bring everyone up higher. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the my pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only 19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My Pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. For more great content, go to FlyoverConservatives.com.